It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day. This is Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas. Dude, we have Auburn football news to talk about today. Yes. Yes, we do. I, Zach. Yes. Zach. What? Yes. I don't know if you saw this yesterday. I saw starting lineup speculation. Let's go. It's back, baby. It's back. Dude. It just feels good. It does feel good. It does feel good. We're going to talk about Auburn's schedule uh, on today's show in just a moment. There's some stuff that Gus said yesterday because we get press conferences and stuff now on a regular basis because practice is back. And we're going to talk about that first. And then uh, we'll uh, we'll spend the majority of the show, though, talking about Auburn's schedule. But first, um, Malzahn talked about their schedule in regards to what they're going to do for practice and uh, also talked about depth, and obviously depth is always a big deal in college football, but kind of why it's a bigger deal this year. So here's a part of Gus's uh, opening statement yesterday. Uh, we will practice this week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We will take off Friday, and we'll scrimmage on Saturday. Uh, next week, we'll start getting in a routine, and we'll have a five-week routine. We're going to practice Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday, all Friday, and then scrimmage uh, on Saturday. So that's going to be our routine for five weeks, which you know I think is, is really good. Uh, we will be doing more 11 on 11. Uh, we'll be doing more scrimmage reps than we've ever done before in fall camp with the fact of not going through spring, uh, evaluating our players. I mean, you know, we need to, to see what the guys can do right now, who needs more work. Uh, we need to create depth. Uh, that's really going to be a factor, not just for us, but everybody around college football is creating depth. And you'll hear me talking a whole lot about three deep when usually you're talking about two deep. So, Give me that three deep, Michael Pappas. I, I, I think all this makes sense. Obviously, um, I don't think anything that Gus said is uh, mind-blowing there. But obviously, you need more depth now than you ever have just due to the fact that you could test and feel fine. But it's like, oh, you can't play college football for 10 days so I think that makes sense um you have any thoughts on that or their schedule I mean I think more 11 on 11 makes sense I think more scrimmaging makes sense because they didn't have spring yep totally agree they got to figure out who's good and who's not (laughs) this is kind of a unique situation right this is well obviously but this is gonna be wild man I'm so flipping excited yeah careful careful I know we're excited careful family show uh, Malzahn talked about the COVID situation. Uh, they are taking absolutely no shortcuts. All props to uh, to Gus and the coaching staff here. Here's what he said about it. Uh, wanted to give you updated on update on our COVID testing uh, that we've done throughout this summer. We we brought our guys back June fourth. Uh, we've tested our players 863 uh, times, which is a little bit more than seven. Uh, times per player. We've had 33 positives uh, over the course of the summer. Uh, We tested our staff uh, over five times uh, a piece. We've had one 
uh, coach test positive. That was uh, earlier in the summer. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're using the gold standard test, uh, the test that they actually stick it way up your nose and the saliva. So I really appreciate our, appreciate our administration with the amount of testing they've allowed us to do and with, uh, with the best testing out there available uh, for us with that. Uh, we did test our team last week. Got some very good news. We had zero positives. Uh, we tested our team and staff, so that gives us a lot of confidence going in to uh, fall camp. So obviously a lot of testing being done. I would love to know where Auburn stacks up as far as the average amount. That seems like a ton. And then once the season starts, they're going to do it every Monday and Friday. Remember, that is what the SEC put into place for all teams in the SEC. He also continued to say the four players would not start with the team at practice yesterday, but he did expect that those four would be uh, back by the end of the week. Uh, I, I, I think, uh, I don't know, seven tests with it just kind of being stuck all the way up your nose. That just, ugh. It sounds unpleasant, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah, you are not joking about that. Uh, last thing I wanted to play for Gus, we got to talk about our boy, Oscar Chapman, the new punter. Uh, here's Gus. Uh, he gave us 16 seconds on um, on the, the next Australian GOAT. Uh, Oscar Chapman, uh, our Australian punter, GOAT. Uh, he has arrived in the States on Saturday, and he is going through acclimation period uh, right now, and we expect him to be back with us in the next a week and a half or, or get with us in the uh, next week and a half. So, uh, I think he said it. I think he said everything we need to know about that. I think the timeline is always interesting when you got a guy coming to play for you that's uh, from the other side of the planet. So, uh, excited to see what Oscar Chapman is able to do in the punting competition against Ian uh, Marshall. It's going to be interesting. You have anything else to add with that before we jump into um, Built Bar and the schedule? Uh, nah, man. I'm just pumped. I'm pumped just too. Just pumped. I'm pumped. That's it. I mean, that's all. Sweet. Sweet. Hey, before we jump into uh, Auburn football's schedule, want to give some love to today's sponsor, Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they have improved it. We already loved Built Bar. They, they took it to the next level. Uh, the improved Built Bar is even delicious, sir. 18 amazing, amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. They have six new flavors Caramel brownie, cookies and cream. That's the one I'm most excited to try. Uh, as well as lemon almond cheesecake and more, including the 12 original flavors, the classics. I love the peanut butter. I love the banana bread. The salted caramel is probably my favorite that I've tried so far. Orange. And I think coconut is one of their best sellers, which is weird. I'm not a coconut guy, but if you are, Built Bar uh, has it for you. So they're also extremely healthy. They help you uh, with, with weight loss or if you just want to maintain um, but yeah, they also are offering a free cooler with a purchase while supplies last. So go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code locked on for $10 off at builtbar.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. 
All right, man. Let's talk about this schedule. The SEC has been teasing with us, uh, with us, uh, been teasing us with this for too long. So Auburn uh, opens things up with Kentucky at home. I mentioned this yesterday. We went live on um, on Instagram yesterday to talk about this, kind of do a quick reaction to Auburn's schedule right after it was released uh, release on the SEC Network. Which, sidebar, shout out to the SEC Network. I think they did a great job. They didn't drag it out too much. They did the commercial break halfway through. But outside of that, they went week by week instead of team by team. I thought it was a great broadcast. I think they did a really good job. So, all right, opening things up, September 26th, Kentucky at home. Michael, if Joey Gatewood does not get cleared, this game does nothing for me. Oh, yeah, I don't even if Joey Gatewood does get cleared, this game doesn't really do anything for me. Uh, this is, I mean, it, it's it's weird. It's going to be weird. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's the first game in nine months, almost ten months. No, almost nine full months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's going to be wild. I'm going to be so excited by the time September 26th rolls around, man. <laughs> yeah, I think Auburn's in a good spot there. October 3rd, this is the takeaway from the schedule. Georgia Week 2, Auburn's on the road in Athens. Michael, you and I have talked about this all offseason. When this first flashed, you know, I tweeted about it, but I was like, oh my gosh, Georgia Week 2. But then what's kind of the shock kind of dissipated a little bit. I was like, wait, I think that's a good thing. All offseason, I've been saying, I think you've been agreeing with me, that the earlier Auburn plays Georgia, the better this year, just due to the fact that they have so many questions, largely about their quarterback and their offensive situation, mm-hmm. where I think the earlier Auburn plays them, the better. I've been saying it all week, or I've been saying for the last several weeks, the last several months over the course of the offseason, and I think Auburn playing Georgia Week 2 is a great thing for the Tigers. Yeah, I agree. And especially because news came out the other day that Jamie Newman's not like exactly 100% right now. I know we're still six weeks off from this game, but I, you know, every day at practice matters. And, and that's definitely, I think it's a good spot um, to play Georgia, especially, I mean, between Kentucky and Arkansas. Come on. Yeah. Like, uh, I think I, I'm I higher on Kentucky than you are, uh, just based on kind of what you're saying right now, but that's okay. A note, a quick note here with my tinfoil hat on. Okay. Um, week one, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, and LSU all play teams with new head coaches. What are you saying? I just, I'm just tinfoil hatting. You know, SEC. That's fine. Uh, the SEC office made this schedule. Okay. And uh, those four teams play teams with new head coaches. I'm just saying. All right. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. I, I get it. I get it. Uh, week three, Auburn takes on Arkansas. With the combination of Malzahn and Morris, they will hang 60 on this team. Yeah, that's going to be fun for Malzahn and Morris. Yeah, they're going to love that. And us for like a quarter and a half. Yeah, then it's like, oh, we still got to cover the rest of this. Um, October <laughs> 17th, the uh, week four matchup. Auburn is at South Carolina. Is South Carolina good this year? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to be good. Um, I guess the storyline going into that, we've talked about this a little bit already, Muschamp, Malzahn, and then two really good sophomore quarterbacks. But just from a roster standpoint, from top to bottom, Auburn should be significantly better than the Gamecocks. Yeah, it'll, it'll be I – mean, whoa, 
Whoa. Whoa. No, you're None excited. Of those words. I know you're excited. Okay. Uh, like we talked about before, it'll be fun to play a team that Auburn has, what was it, played three times since 1935 or something like that? It's not a lot. Um, uh, it, yeah, so, so that'll be a good time. I'm going to go to South Carolina. It'll be fun. Uh, I hope, you know, that, that game is, uh, I don't know, this is a weird little three weeks here for Auburn. Starting where? Arkansas. So Arkansas at USC and then at Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is going to be really bad this year, so I'm not worried about that one. Um, I mean, I think Auburn is, what, 4-1 and one at this point going into LSU? I think 4-1 and one is worst-case scenario here. Yeah, I think that is what the the goal that 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 should be the expectation mm-hmm. uh, uh, heading into the Halloween showdown with LSU is that Auburn is is four and one. That should be the expectation. However, I do not think it is out of the realm of possibility at all for Auburn to be four, five and zero. Oh. I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I think regardless of what happens in the first six games this season, as they go into the bye week after LSU on Halloween, I think I think a five and one record is perfectly obtainable. Whether that loss is to LSU, whether it's at Georgia, and I guess the third most likely would be at South Carolina. Regardless of what happens, I think you have quality wins over Georgia and or LSU at that point. And you're looking at being one of the top teams in the conference. And I think uh, it gets significantly tougher after the bye week, which is, um, mm-hmm. which, is, which is what Auburn's used to. But yeah, that Auburn-LSU game on Halloween is the most, like, it's the most Halloween that the SEC could possibly get. So I'm, I'm glad that that happened. It, yeah, this, that first six weeks is... I think it is good for Auburn. This schedule shaped up very similarly to a, a typical season for Auburn, right? I mean, it, it's going to come down to November. The teams might be different, but Auburn should be right there in it in November, and they're going to play the SEC, the best of the best in the SEC. All right, I want to talk about why I love this bye week where it is uh, in just a moment right here. On Locked On Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So, November 7th, that buy. It's right before Mississippi State, and I don't think Mississippi State's going to be good this year, but with that air raid that Mike Leach has, it's got a really good chance, especially this season, to really mess up a team. I love that Auburn has a bye week going into that game, so they have an extra week for that defense to prepare for this really weird offense that they're not used to playing. I think that's a big deal for Auburn. Also, Gus Malzahn's really good coming out of bye weeks. That's one of his best stats of his head coaching tenure. I think he's only lost once coming out of a bye week, which is weird because he stinks and bowls. But I think that is, um, I think that's something to kind of look at. 
I know a lot of people, I saw this on uh, on Twitter by a lot of folks, was like, oh man, Mississippi State's the team that's coming out of the bye. You could have gone like bye, then LSU. I love it. I absolutely love it because that's going to be a game that Auburn absolutely has to win. If you go to Starkville and, and poop your pants like they've done in Starkville in, in years past, it, it, the season's over. It's done. And I don't think we have to worry about that this year. And you also got to throw in the fact that somehow Auburn just really struggles to score points against Mississippi State. I bet they don't this year. I bet they don't have an issue this year. So um, I agree with you. I I don't hate that spot uh, coming out of LSU either, to be honest with you. I mean, LSU is going to keep you focused the week before the bye week, and Mississippi State's going to keep you focused on the bye week. Yep. And, And so... I do. I like the spot, and it's right at the beginning of November, and like I said, November is a gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, November, then to that December 5th matchup. So my least uh, favorite matchup on Auburn's schedule is after this. It's November 21st, Auburn hosts Tennessee. You and I talked about this when they drew the Vols, uh, when it was kind of announced who was playing who, who the extra two teams on each, uh, each team's schedule was going to be. I do not like Auburn's matchup with Tennessee. I like that it's at home for whatever that's worth this year. I, you know, we don't really know about fans or anything up to this point, but I do not feel good about this matchup with Tennessee. I don't know why. I don't know why. I haven't been high on Tennessee in years, but for some reason, this matchup is just kind of rubbing me a weird way, man. I think it's very similar to, to two years ago or three years ago. But they're, I mean, Auburn should be so much better than them, but they weren't a few years ago. Tennessee's a much better team. The program is in a night and day different spot now than it was when they upset Auburn a few years ago. I I just do not like this spot. I really, really don't. And it's the week before the Iron Bowl, so it's like, where are the team's heads going to be at? Are you going to be able to focus on that? Um, I I just, I'm not a And it's another marquee win for Tennessee, right? At Auburn. So I I agree with you. This is a this is a big trap game for Auburn. Big trap game. At Alabama the following week, the Iron Bowl will be on November twenty eighth. So keeping it on the same weekend, that Thanksgiving weekend, but it's just not the last game of the season. That is going to be very odd. Going to be very, very odd. But obviously, on the road, uh, you got to play in Bryant-Denning. That's going to be a tough one no matter um, no matter what kind of season you're at. Then December 5th, Wait, Auburn. Yep. Before you move on, um, sorry for interrupting you, but do you, would you prefer – do you prefer them keeping it the same weekend or would you prefer it be the last game? I'd rather it be the last game. I think that I would too. I, I get that it's, you know, Thanksgiving weekend and everything, but – I, I feel like it, it like I don't know. I kind of feel like that environment. It, it part of it is because it's the last game. I was talking with folks um, that are in tourism here locally, and uh, it sounds like the SEC was involved in conversations with them. And I think Tuscaloosa hospitality wanted to keep it the same weekend for money purposes. That is what I was told. Mm. That makes sense. I guess. Uh, December 5th, our final game of the season. Auburn will take on Texas A&M. This, at its face, Michael, looks like a tough matchup, but I feel like A&M will fall apart by then. 
Yeah, the issue is that like if Auburn loses to Alabama, this game is irrelevant. That's a good point. And there's no way to like rah rah your football team, especially this season when there might not be bowl games. Right. Like once you know, if you're Auburn, once you lose to Alabama, it's like n- nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. So this will be, I don't know. And then you also have to deal with like the crash down to earth coming out of the Alabama game, right? Like you get so, so high to play Alabama to then come and have to play another game. I don't know. That one makes me nervous also. Really? I'm less nervous about this one than uh, than the other. So then, uh, so that game is December 5th. December 12th, there is a bye week. And then December 19th will be the SEC Championship. So I just want to get your thoughts. What are your three least favorite matchups as far as who they're against and where they fall on the schedule for Auburn? Mine are um, October 31st, a Halloween game against LSU. I just I don't love that. Um, Tennessee on November 21st. Fortunately, it's at home, but still I just don't like it. And then the Iron Bowl in Tuscaloosa. Those are the three toughest, in my opinion. If I had to like pick, okay, which game do you think Auburn will lose this season? Those are the three that I'm circling. Hmm. Okay. My least favorite games on the schedule might not be the ones that Auburn is most likely to lose, but I think that they're going to be toughest like mentally, if that makes sense. And I think... Tennessee, November 21st, Texas A&M, December 5th. Um, I, I don't really – probably actually Ole Miss – yeah, Ole Miss, October 24th. Really? Between, I mean, it's your, what, fifth game. It's the third coming off of Arkansas, South Carolina, Ole Miss, and it's the week before LSU. Yeah. And Ole Miss, I don't I, know I just what think their schedule is. But I, I think don't they're think just going to be so bad, man. I just think Ole Miss is going to be terrible this season. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I, they'll. They should be able to score points. I mean, Lane Kiffin's not a bad offensive coach, and their quarterback not terrible. We'll see. We will see. I mean, Auburn's defense is pretty good, but we'll see. Um. Can we all agree that the schedule is better than what we had as far as just entertainment value? I mean, every week, like they're, they're flashing, flashing up, you know, week by week on the SEC network broadcast yesterday. And it's just like, oh man, that's going to be a fun week. Oh man, that's going to be a fun week. Oh man, that's going to be, I mean, every week was good except for week one. It's like they purposely made week one as like not interesting as possible. And then after that, man, it's just, it's all, it's lights out. It's every week. There's just solid SEC matchup after solid SEC matchup. I can't wait for this season. I really can't wait. This is going to be insane. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And uh, Zach, I don't know if you saw this, just a major headline um, from yesterday. Kirk Herbstreet predicts Alabama over Georgia in the SEC title game. Shocking. I mean, he really, he, uh, wow. Put, put himself he out really, there. really went out on a limb with that prediction. Um, But, you know, it's kind of, if I was in his spot, I would do the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. He could have at least thrown in, like, Florida. Uh, well, I'm picking, yeah, I would say Alabama over Florida in the SEC championship. That would be, that is my prediction. Not that you asked, but I'm just telling you. 
I like it. Sweet. Where can people find you and hear you, buddy? Uh, follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackby. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn. Follow the show on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. And we're also on TikTok if you, um, if you care. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn. It's the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.